A world existing in one man's mind, but the people aren't necessarily one of a kind. With lands and beings of different shapes and sizes, you can go anywhere, and it'll be full of surprises. Welcome to Tales from Somnium, written by Kane Casillas. Credits to Pixabay for all of the music in this episode, and Freesound for all of the sound effects in this episode. Headphones are advised. And now, sit back and relax as you listen to one of the many tales from Somnium. Episode 4. The Glass... No, that's not right. Episode 4. Altered Carbon. Nope, that's taken. Episode 3. Nope. 4. Whatever. Just spawn them in. John Montemire opened his eyes to a room he didn't recognize. It was completely black, except for three spotlights coming from the sky. John found he was under one of them, while the other two were empty. Hello? Hello? One of the spotlights began to flicker as a man materialized inside of it. John noticed some similarities between the two of them. The same brown eyes, brown hair, and birthmark on the right side of my... their... neck. Instead of John's DNA shirt and jeans, this man wore a black and blue muscle suit, a mask to cover his eyes, and a flowing blue cape. He was tall, muscular, and everything the skinny, sleep-deprived John wasn't. Hi, John Montemire here. Come again? John Montemire. No way. That's my name. Seriously? This is awesome, dude. What's with the costume, though? Are you for real? I'm GSG. I said I'm GSG. Yeah, I heard you, but why are you saying that like I'm supposed to know who you are? Uh, because I'm the world's greatest superhero? How have I never heard of you? Seriously? My whole life is public knowledge. I must not be part of that public, but alright then. What's your origin story? I was born on an alien planet with mutated genes. When my home planet was on the verge of collapse, my parents sent me away in a pod where I crashed on a mysterious planet called Hearth. There, I was found by a married couple who raised me as their own in their huge mansion. Everything was great, until one night when a man shot my parents down in an alleyway and took me to a lab. They experimented on me and wiped my memories until I was bitten by a spider. After that, my mutant powers kicked in and I became generic super guy, gifted with the powers of super strength. Boy, if I've ever seen lazy writing. John and John turned to find a man who looked just like them. Brown eyes, hair, birthmark, and all. However, instead of a scientific outfit or a superhero getup, this man wore sweatpants and a stained white t-shirt. He appeared under the third and final spotlight in the room. Hi there, I'm John Montemire, and this is, well, John Montemire. What's your name? John Montemire. What, were you waiting for me to go just kidding, lol? So all of us are named John Montemire? Yeah, call me crazy, but I'm pretty sure I'm an only child. And if we're estranged siblings, my mother's not dumb enough to name both of my estranged brothers John, only to name me John. Maybe these are me's from alternate timelines or the multiverse. 
The what? Basically, the entire universe revolves around me. So my world, Hearth, is a model for copies. Alternate Hearths. You guys are just less cool copies of me. Okay, first of all. Ouch. Yeah, but honestly, fair. Second of all, don't you think that's a little conceited of you to think that you're the center of the universe? Maybe, but my superhero, old man, mentor, friend, father, figure guy told me I was the chosen one. (sighs) I swear, when God created you, he took note of my hate for cliches and put them all in you, knowing that we'd meet. Okay, but do any of us know where we are? Someone's hearth? Huh. Come to think of it, my home planet is Kurth. Mine's Jerth. See? Copies of Hearth. You think it goes alphabetically? Oh, like Hearth before Kurth, because it comes earlier in the alphabet. Exactly. Oh, so I'm the real John, since Jerth is J, and J is the first letter of the alphabet. What? No, it isn't. Does your world not know the J clue T's? What letter of the alphabet is J for you guys? 15. 27. Gasp! The villain with the same exact power as me. The Johns looked from where the gargled bellow came from and found a tower of a man towering over them. He wore a green and red leather suit and a spike on his head. He was taller than an elephant, his frame wider than a boulder. Who's the walking Christmas tree? My arch-nemesis, Stoney. It all started when he thought he was worthy of my power. So to prove it, he killed my superhero old man, mentor friend, father figure guy, and took his powers. Now he has super strength, like me. Every time you speak, I can hear dozens of writers thinking of ways they can rip off your life for a cash grab. Uh, guys? There's a bit more to it now. John and John looked to see where John was pointing to find that a city was beginning to form, taking place of the pitch-black space they were surrounded in. Stoney saw this and threw a car at John, the super one, who caught it and put it down. Well, generic super guy, it's time for my monologue. For years I've hunted you down. It is my destiny to defeat you and take my place in the world as the true chosen one. I have been waiting for this for a long time. Long time, generic super guy. You have no idea how close to the brink of madness I have gone longing for your head on a pike. And now it will be your turn to die. What's he saying? I never really know. You should probably fight him. Yep, kind of my job. Great. You do that while we just stand here and try not to die. That I will destroy you! I don't think so, Stoney. Time to cause billions of dollars in property damage and not take any responsibility for it. Bring it on! Super John and Stoney charged towards each other, screaming like rabid baboons as they collided into one another. They grappled, punched, kicked, and bit as the other two Johns watched. Uh, John? Yeah, John? Do you have any idea what's going on? Nope. Do you want to help me figure it out? Nope. What? Are you for real? Yeah, I uh, I don't much care. But there's so much to uncover here. Who's the real John? Is it you? Me? The Super One? Is there a multiverse? How did we get here? I don't really care. 
I'm John. I play VR in my basement and pay for nothing. I'm chillin'. This is what scientists would be begging for. You could write a sci-fi movie about it, or a show, or a book, maybe a podcast. John, no one listens to podcasts. We'll be lucky if anyone makes it to this point in the episode. Is there a problem in the space-time continuum? A glitch? Are we in a simulation? <sighs> is this the Matrix? <sighs> How is it that I met two alternate versions of myself today, and they both suck? Tell me about it. John and John looked around for where the third voice had come from. Stony and Super John were still fighting, and the voice was very obviously a girl's. But no matter where they looked, they couldn't find who was speaking. Who said that? Look on your shoulder! John looked at his shoulder and saw a little bug there. Wispy hair and a tiny grin took up half of its body. Gah! Are you a talking fly? A gnat! I'm Natalie, with a G, because puns. You know, not the weirdest thing we've seen today. Natalie, where are you from? Here! Awesome, because I have questions. Where exactly is here? Who's in charge here? How did we get here? Whoa, whoa, buddy, slow down. You're asking too much here. Right? Welcome to my world. He do this often? Hasn't stopped since we got here. How can you be so casual about this? It's pretty simple, John. I don't care. That's the spirit. I like you. You're cool. I know. Want to ditch Big Bang Theory over here and hang out? Sure. Are you serious? I'm literally you. Are you? I don't know. Am I? Yeah, definitely going to hang out with the bug instead of dealing with your conspiracies or fighting a supervillain. Later. With jumbled thoughts and hurt feelings, John watched as John and Natalie walked away from him. Sad and confused, he headed back to the city to find generic super guy, the Super John. To his surprise, he saw half of the city completely wrecked, Buildings were on fire, cars were in fire hydrants, and streetlights were being used as swords. Desperately, John looked for Super John. After a few minutes of searching, Super John flew into a wall next to him. Oh, hey, John. How's it going? Not bad. How are you holding up? Stoney grabbed a car and jumped on Super John, who reached out and held the car in a bench press position. Uh, oh, you know, not terrible. Could be a little better at the moment. The city doesn't look great. Were there people here? No clue. But if there were, a parent is probably going to approach me about their kid who died in this wreckage in our sequel. What? Let's talk more fight! Does he always talk like that? Yeah, sometimes he tells me I'm not worthy. You know worthy of power! Sometimes he says he's gonna kill me. I kill you! But deep down, the guy's a big softy. I crush skull and eat liver for lunch! Stoney jumped on the car Super John was trying to hold, but Super John wouldn't let go. Hey John, I appreciate the chat, but you should really get out of here. Are you sure? Pretty sure, man. You sure you don't need help with anything? Nope, I'm good. It may look like I'm losing now, but normally one of my scientist buddies appear and make a machine in like 10 minutes. They always kind of cars villains, so I'll be fine. Besides, you couldn't help me anyways. What? Dude, my bicep is bigger than your head. You're kind of useless out here. 
But we could team up! Brain and the Brawn, the duel of the Johns! More like the Brawn and the Scrawn. Sorry, bud, but you should really get lost before this entire city gets wrecked. Talk to you later. I rip off penises! John walked out of the city to find a place by himself. As he did, he passed by John and Natalie, who were still talking. They gave him a disgusted look and walked away. Just great, John. Completely useless. Like you always are. Well, that's not very nice, is it? John looked at his shoulder to find a gray blob resting on it. Two black eyes and a thin mouth were on the blob, but there were no distinguishable features beyond that. What is it with weird things appearing on my shoulder today? Nice to meet you too. I'm Persevio. Cool name, I guess, but I didn't really ask. I'm here to remind you that everything will be okay. Uh, that's not at all what I was talking about before this. All of these doubts may raise a lot of questions, but here in Somnium, we like to make sure that everyone is just well. Somnium? It's now time for me to reveal the ever-so-convenient plot information so you can defeat Tony. Seriously, are you even listening to me? John, the answer has always been within you. You are all of these things you see around you. I'm a city? One's perception of oneself can be broken into three different personalities. The strong, fun, and confident one. The shy, awkward, and weird one. And finally, the cool, relaxed, and lazy one. The other Johns are me? I have so many more questions now. Please, wait as we receive a message from our sponsor. John looked around, waiting for a screen to pop up and play some sort of commercial. He would keep waiting, of course. What the? Ah, Dax Corbin. You're here sooner than I anticipated. Uh, who are you? Did, did you? Did you bring me here? Hello? Yep. Sorry, this is all a bit premature. Just setting up your next destination now. Dude, this is the weirdest dream ever. <laughs> I can assure you, Dax, that you're awake. If I wanted you asleep, you would be. Step inside, Dax. Inside the black hole? You mean the thing that took me away from my friends when they needed me? Yeah, you know what? I'll pass. No thank you. You'll see your friends again. Well, their bodies, at least. Uh, what did you just say? I said you'll see your friends again. Now how is that gonna work? Goodbye. Well, glad that's sorted out. Oh, this one in the episode. <laughs> Crap. Was I supposed to be watching something there? Well, that's not very nice, is it? Are you just on a loop now? Nice to meet you too. I'm Persevio. Got it. So just take all the information about the other Johns being me, or is it the other way around? I'm here to remind you that everything will be okay. Yeah, I guess it will be. Thanks, Persevio. All of these doubts may raise a lot of questions, but here in Somnium, we like to make sure that everyone is just well. John sprinted back to the city, where he found John talking with Natalie and Super John losing his fight to Stony. One half of the city was burning, while the other half was flooding. John didn't even bother questioning how that was possible. He just knew he had work to do. John, John, I figured it out. 
What do you want? John, I'm a little busy right now. You won't be anymore. I figured it out. I know how to end this. How? We're all the same person. We're each our own perception of ourselves. How in the world did you come to that conclusion? A gray blob kind of murmured in my ear some vague stuff, and I just miraculously put the pieces together because the story needed it. Uh, oh, that, makes, that sense. makes sense. So how do I, sorry, how do we beat this guy? Take my hand. The Johns grabbed each other's hands and began to glow, fusing into one single John. What Plot convenient superpower, superpower that we realized was within us, us the whole time, time. Activate. Light began to emit from their one body, creating something that terrified Stony. No! Sky beam! As a beam of light flew to the sky and split the clouds in two, the burning and flooding stopped. Stony began to run away as John began to levitate. You've, You've done, done enough, enough harm, harm to myself in this city. city. Your, Your crimes, crimes will be atoned for. for. I, I am in control now. John shot an energy beam at Stony, who instantly disintegrated. John then extended his hands and waved them around, reconstructing all of the damaged property in the city. When this was complete, John descended to the ground where he saw Natalie waiting for him. Wow, that was awesome. How do you feel? I feel like, like myself. myself. The cool one, the strong one, or the annoying one? All of them, Natalie. John smiled as he realized what he had said. Every part of me. This concludes today's episode of Tales from Somnium, starring Robert Merez as the nerdy John Montemayor, Fancy Octopus as the Super John Montemayor, and Manticore as the Lazy John Montemayor. Also starring Gracie Merez as Natalie, Drew as Perseviel, and Kevin Suezo as Stony, with Leo Gillad returning as Dax Corbin and Kane Casillas, yours truly, once again playing the role of the narrator. What will John do with his newfound power? What does Dax's reappearance mean for the rest of the series? And what was Stony saying during his monologue? If you've got questions, I've got your answers. So be sure to stick around for more jokes, more teasers, and more tales from Somnium. <laughs>